0: Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. We're here today in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, we're at the site of two adjacent universities. We'll be doing some interviews at the University of Pittsburgh, but today we're at Carnegie Mellon University, basically across the street, I would say, and uh, uh, we're with a a uh, Longtime professor, I guess uh, just retired, uh, Dr. Bob Griffiths, uh, here in the physics department at Carnegie Mellon University. And and uh, Bob, thanks for joining us for the program today. Thanks for uh, coming here. And you said you've been here quite some time. Tell us your uh, how long you've been here and what your status is now.
1: All right, I have been on the faculty of Carnegie Mellon, or it started off as Carnegie Tech, uh, since 1964. And currently, I am retired from the uh, physics department, having been on the uh, active faculty for some 50 years. Wow, OK. So is that, is that a record? Are you the longest I standing professor? <laughs> I, it may be close to a record, but I doubt <laughs> if it's
0: really a record. OK, but uh, you must have uh, enjoyed it uh, during those years.
1: Well, uh, mostly it has, been, it has been very good. As usual, there are sometimes troubling times, but I think the good times have outweighed the bad.
0: Right, okay. And uh, you're here in the physics department and also a follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, Some people uh, think today that uh, those two things are incompatible, science and Christianity. Uh, But you were telling me that at one point, and actually I guess they still have a course that you taught at one point on Uh, science and Christianity uh, in the university.
1: Yes, it was many years ago that I taught this course on Christianity and science. I have not done so recently, but the course or a similar course was taken over by Professor Gary Patterson in our Department of Chemistry.
0: That is correct. Right, okay. And so uh, that, uh, again, is seemingly uh, fairly unusual. Uh, It's an opportunity to Uh, deal with the issue of science and faith which uh, many say is incompatible but it gives students i guess an opportunity to think out those questions
1: yes i think it's beneficial from that point of view students tend to arrive you know very polarized one way or the other they are anti-religious or maybe they are christians and anxious about their faith and so the purpose of such courses is not to make converts i think Uh, Gary would agree with me that one never makes a convert in such a course, but you do encourage people to think about their positions and hopefully to think more rationally and uh, to put their own views of, let's say, faith and science together in in a helpful way. And occasionally one gets reactions back from former students that, yeah, it was helpful from this point of view.
0: Right, okay. And as Christians, of course, uh, we don't feel there is a inherent conflict uh, between uh, science and faith, and faith in Jesus Christ. And how would you explain that to someone who would say, you know, there, those are two opposing uh, concepts?
1: Well, I think the uh, place to begin is probably the historical record. We know that... Um, modern science basically began in christian in christian europe this is not to deny that there was a lot of material gained and positively gained from the ancient greeks or from islam during the during the middle ages but the sort of modern perspective on how to do this arose in europe and not everybody who participated in it was a was a was a Christian, but there are many. Historically, there have been many Christians involved in scientific work, um, and some of them, the names are well known. Uh, Galileo, obviously, is is one of those. He was a he had his troubles with the church bureaucracy, <clears throat> but he was a he was a faithful Catholic. Uh, in my own field of physics, you have people like <clears throat> Maxwell of Maxwell's equations, and uh, a bunch of others who have been, uh, you know, uh, quite open about their Christian their Christian convictions, um, and that has continued up until until rec- recent times. To be sure, there are plenty <clears throat> plenty of physicists who have not been christian and not not been religious but uh there are continue to be many that uh, that are i don't see any fundamental conflicts uh, between uh, physics or science in general and the christian faith although i think there are areas where we we who are let's say contemporary christians need to do some hard work to work out how our faith is related to scientific scientific concepts this is an ongoing process right and so i don't view the uh, the fact that there are sometimes arguments and people disagree and christians don't agree with each other as necessarily bad provided we continue to listen to each other and help each other come to a better understanding of how of how the created order as we understand it uh through our scientific theories relates to the glory of the God whom we whom we worship and you know relates to the scriptures uh, which tell us uh, you know about the about our faith and have brought to us are very important anyway and bringing to us uh, the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Amen and uh, as one of uh, I think one of the problems is people look at the two with different, Perspectives that somehow science is uh, a fixed thing that's uh, definite and based on facts, and faith is uh, has no evidence and. and- and uh, contradiction there's plenty of evidence uh, for the christian faith and for the teachings of the bible and science uh, is refuted time after time over history one of uh, one scientist uh, said uh, people say to him you can't read the bible the way you read a science textbook and he said they're right he said uh,